on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Andy and DJ Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's cruise the internet. That means we're going to put up three to four headlines on the screen and we're going to talk about them. We're going to make fun of them. We're going to have a good time. I'm probably going to get angry. And then we're going to talk about how we solve the problems of these people who do this dumb shit in our world uh, as a collective group, which starts as an individual. Okay. Other times when you tune in, we have Q&AF. That's where you submit the questions and I give you the answers. You guys can submit those questions too, and they can be about anything. It can be personal development, how to win, business, uh, what's going on with this situation. I don't care. You can submit those questions too. Uh, guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com, or you can also drop them in the comment section below. If you watch the show on YouTube, which we're now on YouTube with every episode, you can leave the questions for Q&AF on the Q&AF episode. And we will pull them out to put onto the show. Yep. Uh, other times when you tune in, we have real talk. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of just some real talk that I think needs to be said and heard. And then other times we have full length. And full length is uh, more of an interview style podcast that you're used to watching when you watch the guys like Rogan and Lex Friedman and all these dudes out there doing a really good job with interviewing. I am not a great interview host. I'm more of a conversationalist. So mm -hmm. uh, we do that sometimes. We've got some really good full-length episodes coming up for you guys. Uh, but there is a fee for the show, and the fee is very simple. If you like the show, if it gave you some new information, if it made you laugh, if it made you think, if it helped you in any sort of way, uh, I ask that you share the show, okay? I don't run ads uh, on the show, like in terms of reading shit that somebody paid me to read and say about a product that I don't use. It's not something I do. I don't want to answer to those people. I'm doing pretty good financially on my own, so I don't need that. I want you guys to know that the opinions expressed on this show reflect my own opinions and not somebody who's paying me money to say things. We have enough of that going on in the world. So I ask that you just tell people about the show. It's straight up value exchange. If the show is good and you learn some shit, if you had a good time watching it or listening to it, uh, share it. If not, don't share it. That's fine. I'm, f I'm fine with that. So that's what I talk about when I talk about pay the fee. So I think that's it, right? Is that yeah, it? Yeah. That's right. everything, man. Yeah. So what's up? <clears throat> oh, you know, dude, there, there's a lot out there. Is there? Yeah. There, there, oh, there's some stuff to make fun of for sure. Yeah. I've been taking, I've been taking a break from social media the last couple of days trying to get my uh, Instagram traffic back up to speed. I figured out that these people highly target my account with mm -hmm. my traffic. Mm -hmm. And um, so I know for the last couple of days, I've been on and off, on and off. It's because I'm testing what's actually getting me suppressed versus what's not. And uh, I think I've got it figured out. I'm the culprit. I think so, yeah. And, and it's funny because uh, it's not what I thought it was. I'll talk about more later on. But um, if you follow me on Instagram stories, uh, that's what's going on. That's why I've been on and off. Yeah, and my... Yeah, but I also, it's been nice because I know I'm taking these 36-hour breaks to reset the traffic, and um, I haven't been, like, really on it. Mm -hmm. It's been nice. Yeah. Oh, that's real. been reading a lot more. I got, like, 50 pages in yesterday versus 10, shit like that. Just, what, what are you reading right now? Uh, right now, I'm reading Winning by Tim Grover. Yeah, I, I, actually, uh, I actually started that, well, I... When I started 75 hard this last time, I, I'm on day 15 and I'm fucking kicking ass. Um, I read First Relentless because that to me, that book resonates with me so hard that it helps align my mindset where I need to be. And we have so many huge projects that I'm working on right now, which you guys are going to see come to fruition pretty quick um, in regards to... Uh, what we're doing with the new MF CEO in regards to what's happening with some of the companies that I'm involved in. There's just been a lot of shit going on that I need to be mentally like online for a hundred percent. And that book helps me get aligned. And then I decided to string it along with winning. And I'm going to try to catch up on, on all mental performance books 
um, just to amplify the effects of what the program already does. Yeah. But I feel fucking great, dude. I'm finally able to fucking train. Um, my, I got a lot of muscle to put back on from where I was, but, uh, you know, I can't do that until I am able to train with the proper amount of resistance, which I'm getting my strength back very quickly. So, uh, I'm feeling really good, bro. It's the best I felt in, it's the best I felt since I got hurt. Yeah. And it's funny because today, the day this air shows, that's actually one year from the day I had my surgery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like an exact year. Yeah. So, uh, Sean, my buddy, Sean just had this fucking same I surgery that. I had. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm watching it. And I'm like, fuck, it's a fucking brutal surgery. Dude. Sucks, man. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of people know that perspective. Let me ask like 75 hard question. I know we got to get into C CTI, but have you noticed, cause you've done 75 hard a lot of fucking times mm -hmm. in the last five, mm -hmm. six years, right? Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that every time you do it- It's been four, four years about. Four years? Yeah. Have you noticed that with every time that you do 75 hard, the mental adjustment happens quicker? Or is it about the same? Like, how, like have you put much I, thought I think, into that? I think it, I, what I found is it's basically, the, it's the same as I outlined it in the book. You know, mm -hmm. in the book where I, I go through phases where it's like day one through day 15, et cetera. Mm -hmm. It's roughly the same. Um, I still like today I'm day 15. I'm sore as fuck, bro. Yeah. Like I'm fucking sore and, and I'm tired, but like mentally I feel fucking great. Right. And my body's changing very quickly, but more importantly, my mindset is coming back online to where I feel, you know, dude, being injured for me was a big deal. Cause like, you know, all of my, for me to be able to do what I'm required to do on a daily basis. And you know, this better than anybody because you're with me all the time. But I have to be mentally like dialed in. And yeah. I have to also be like, like you, I have to know I'm, I'm bulletproof. Like right. I have to know nobody can fuck with me. Right. Like, right? And like I have to yeah. know that there's no other motherfuckers that are 43 fucking years old doing what the fuck I'm doing on this motherfucking planet. Right. Okay. And when I'm at that position in life, I'm a, so much more effective at everything that I do. And it's, this is not about like, me flexing and bragging and being like, yeah, fuck, I'm fucking better than you. I'm saying- for That's me, for you. Yes. Yeah. For me to do what I need to do, I have to be in that, in that space where I know I'm at my all-time best. And the last 14 months where I've been dealing with this fucking major injury and the, and the resulting surgery and then the recovery, you know, dude, I wasn't able to put in the effort into 75 hard or the intensity that I was before. And I could tell that, I got way less out of it, okay? And though this is why, and I think I covered this on yesterday's Q&AF a little bit, but this is why w when you do things half-ass or you make adjustments, you don't get, like you literally don't get anything out of the program. It's either you go all the way in and bust your ass with true intent and don't fucking break a single fucking rule or you do your version of it and it doesn't do shit for you. It's just mm -hmm. like another fucking diet, yeah. okay? and it works. And I'm doing every fucking thing that I said. I'm kicking fucking ass. I feel fucking great. Uh, it's the best I felt mentally, you know, and this year has been hard, dude. I went through the injury. I couldn't work out. I had to watch all my physique literally fucking dissolve away because dude, when you can't train your upper body, guess what? It goes away, especially when you were at a high level to start with. But more importantly, dude, my mental game has been off, bro. And then I chose during that time to go ahead and just get off my antidepressant medication, <laughs> which I've been on for 10 years. Uh, which, cause I felt like over the last three or four years, I had put in enough work mentally to be able to handle what that was going to take. Right. And by the way, I did handle it. It fucking sucked. The first 60 fucking days were literally me fighting the urge to blow my fucking brains out literally by the fucking hour. But I knew that I could get through it because I've gotten through hardship before. And I just showed up every single day. I did what the fuck I had to do. And Honestly, I, I feel the best mentally I've felt in a very, very long time. And, and I'm excited about what we've got going. It's the first time I've been excited in 14 months about fucking anything I have going on. Mm. I've been going through the fucking motions, mm. right? Like even here at, 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 at my, in my companies, uh, on the show, like I'm getting that fucking special sauce back that makes me who the fuck I am. And yeah. it feels fucking good, bro. Yeah. I call it uh, in the 75 hard community, live hard community, I call it the power coming back on. Okay. Cause that's yeah. what it feels like. It's like yeah. the power's coming back on. Booting back up. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I feel like right now. I feel like the power is like, 
it's not only coming back on, it's at like 70% already. So like, mm. dude, by the end of this program, I'm going to be, I will be at the best I've ever been physically, I think. I might have a little less muscle than what I had before just because I'm not sure I'm going to be able to gain that much muscle in this short amount of time. But I mean, do you really need to walk around at 265 fucking pounds at fucking 43 years old? I don't know. It is cool. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get back to it. I'll get back to it. But my point is, is, is like, I am just super fucking excited for how things are going. Yeah. So that's fucking awesome. Man. Yeah. It feels good too. And it also feels good that I'm like doing so while everybody else is like going to Christmas parties and stuffing their fat fucking yeah. faces and being lazy and telling themselves, Oh, just wait till after New Year's and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> when I open up my Instagram and all these motherfuckers that think they compete with me yeah, and I'm watching what they do, mm. right? It's fun. Feels good. Fuck yeah. Well, guys, let's get in. Uh, let's get to cruising, man. Uh, if you remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyforsella.com. You can find them link there. Uh, headline number one reads, NHL promoted trans hockey tournament ends predictably. With male domination and concussed female player. Took her 17 minutes to get off the ice. <laughs> I actually saw this story. Unbelievable, dude. Dude. Listen, dude. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, we, we have to get back to fucking reality. Yeah. Please continue. Yeah, no, it's real. So, so during the, the all-trans draft tournament, uh, which was held between November 19th and 20th uh, in Middleton, Wisconsin, one biological female athlete was left concussed after a biological male athlete uh, pushed the other athlete to the ground. According to journalist Jonathan Kay, uh, writing for Killette, player number 91 on Team Black, a self-described female-to-male transgender player, uh, was pushed to the ground by player number 90 of the Team Pink, uh, who self-describes as a bisexual trans woman. So, a bisexual dude, basically. Um, player number ninety one was seen. Was seen. Yeah, bro. Put, What's the point of that? Yeah, I'm, I, I identify as a fucking crazy ass lesbian. Now put me some fucking skates on. <laughs> I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body, bro. Right. My name's Alexis. No, my name is Andy. I'm just telling you, I'm a lesbian in a man's body. Andy with an I. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now give me some fucking skates, and I'm gonna get take my 260 pound. Uh, you know, my the body I was. Wrong body I was born yeah, in. Right. Okay. And I'm gonna put a fucking beat. Super up. ripped wrong yeah, body. Like, what the fuck are we? Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway. So so yeah, like you said, it took us 17 minutes to get off. Bro, the it's ice. only gonna be a matter of time before one of these fucking women gets killed. Yeah. I mean, well, so here's the thing though, bro. Like, like you you know, talking about who else talks about this, right? So another article came out. Uh, this was the article they covered about it. Uh, growing the game first all trans hockey tournament a success they didn't even fucking mention the injury didn't even mention it um you know uh it, it says in this this uh photo here that was posted on twitter says uh it's hard to tell from this photo but this is nearly 80 trans folks holding each other in our grief and in our joy uh the arena was buzzing with trans joy for two solid days like all those people there in the back right yeah. there well, how come they don't get equal pay to the NHL? Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we should start. We should start taking the money from the NHL and giving it to the trans hockey players. Because look fair. at all the people that showed up to watch them. Yeah, there's a shit ton, bro. Yeah, those fucking stands are overflowing. You know, so what? <laughs> it reminds me of the MMA. Listen, fight. man. Like, what do we got? Like, what do we do with this, bro? What do you mean? What like, do we got? Every single, every single rational, logical human being on the planet knows this is fucked up. This is wrong. Every single fucking one of them. Yeah. Okay. And this trans shit that we're talking about, and this, I don't like. There, this is this is real shit. And and if you don't think this is true, you will understand this to be true in the next coming months soon. Social media has in intentionally created this artificial trans movement, mm -hmm. okay? They have, dude, you talk to a lot of kids in these high schools, all right? And they will tell you that the people who are trans, the people who came out as trans in high school, in many cases, 
or people who were picked on or bullied or this or that before they came out as trans. And when they came out as trans, they are now celebrated and popular. Right. Okay. And that, what does that mean? That means kids that, and, and then we take in. It means dopamine receptors are being yeah, hit. Yeah, bro, look. It means. Kids are doing this to be accepted, right. not accepted because that's who they really are, but accepted because it's a real break from the bullying that all of us uh, experience at some point in our lives for something. They'll be protected. Yes. And so then you, then you put in the, the, the allowance of the grooming that's been happening uh, by teachers who are going into the classrooms, and it doesn't matter what age. But it has been happening down all the way down to low ages, basically making their sexuality the fucking focus point of the edu educations received in the classroom. Mm -hmm. All right. And this is amplified by TikTok. By the way, all sides of the aisle are now calling for TikTok to be banned because they're understanding that they are propagating this crazy shit. And it's creating trends in schools of kids who are already confused. They're already frustrated. They're already sad. They're already depressed. They're already on their phone. This is their whole identity. There's whole new issues of bullying that happen because of this already. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like when I was a fucking kid, I got bullied because I was fucking fat. I was a fat little fuck. Okay. I got bullied all the fucking time. And by the way, you know, I couldn't ever fit in with the cool kids. And, and it, had we had the internet, I would have had to go on the internet and see what these fucking kids are saying about me. Like, bro, that is not shit that kids are equipped to fucking deal with. Mm -hmm. They're just not. It's already hard enough. And they it, shouldn't be. No, they shouldn't he, have to deal with that. No. And it was already hard enough for people like you and me to have to fucking grow up that way. Right. And so we have to understand that there is this, there's adults in the world who are leveraging their viewpoint onto these children and creating more of a problem than there needs to actually be. And, th and in this case... When we talk about, and by the way, I don't care if an adult wants to be trans. I fucking have people, I have people in my fucking family that are fucking trans. I do, I love them the same. Mm -hmm. But when we start creating fake shit to propagate points of view because these people, that's what they believe, which was what was happening at Twitter, which is what Elon is exposing. All of these narratives that have been happening over the course of the last 10 years have been liter literally propped up by fake accounts, by bot accounts, by Twitter employees with fucking extra accounts, okay? And they go in and they push these narratives to the top while at the same time, which has been proven to be fact, they are suppressing all the other voices. And this is why you see the people who were on Twitter six months ago, now they're saying, oh, all these people... Now there's all this white supremacy and crazy shit. It's up 6,000%. No, it's not. First of all, it's not. No. They, these people, remember, anything they don't like is racist. Mm -hmm. Anything they don't like is white supremacy. Anything they don't like is misogyny. Anything they don't like is offensive. And these people's MO is to fucking label people whose opinions they just don't agree with. Mm -hmm. Okay? And we talk about tolerance in this world. They're not tolerant of us. Right. They're not respectful of us. They talk about, oh, you don't respect us. Well, the reason you're not respected is because you try to force your shit onto every other human being. And if you don't, if they don't do what you say, you fucking abuse the shit out of them. Exactly. And they've been doing this with Twitter. This is how cancel culture got started. They created a perception that these far left viewpoints that have never been a part of America ever in the history or any civilized most, society, most, yeah. any civilized society, they push these things up with fake technology. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely, bro. Fake accounts, bot accounts, the employees at Twitter having 10 different accounts and go on under anonymous accounts and trash people and talk shit and condemn anybody who stands against their lane. All right. This has created a, a situation where literally the whole entire country is brainwashed into thinking, what the fuck is going on? Right. And that's why everybody of common sense with logic feels fucking left out of the game. They're like, fuck, dude, it must just be me. It must just be I'm getting old. It must be the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, and that's not the case. And now we're getting to a point where like these people are legitimately ruining women. They're ruining women. Okay. 
And I, I appreciate the fact that they had an all-trans tournament because if trans people want to compete in sports and that's how they want to do it, then go do that. That's mm-hmm. fine. However, when Leah Thomas gets in a fucking swimming pool and wins an NCAA championship over other women who have worked their entire fucking lives, notice that none of the feminists that are on Twitter who have been saying me too and all this other bullshit for fucking five years, ruining motherfuckers' careers, getting them fired from their jobs, fucking et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, aren't saying a word about it. Not one motherfucking word. And women are being erased. Okay? And the good news, the good news is that this is all being exposed. And if you're perceptive enough to connect the dots that are happening, all of this shit on Twitter is coming to a head because Elon is exposing the actual emails sent between the FBI and Twitter and the colluding uh, agencies, whichever one they may be, and the Twitter executives on just how this was done. And this was done not only in the case of removing Donald Trump from the platform, this this was not only done in the case of what was going on with the pandemic, this has been done for a decade about every social narrative viewpoint that every common sense American is like, that ain't right. Right. And we're all getting, it's all getting exposed right now. And so now you're understanding everybody why the left is giving Elon the fucking Donald Trump treatment. Mm -hmm. The minute he said, I'm going to buy Twitter because they knew exactly what the fuck he was going to get. And he was going to get all the information. So here we're in a situation. And And that's just for Twitter. Bro, and I see these people posting like, like these people from the right, okay? And they're ultra conservative. And I don't have a problem with those people, okay? They can have their viewpoints. But they're saying, well, I don't trust Elon because he created Neuralink. Well, hey, motherfucker, let me explain something to you. He's been working on Neuralink for fucking a long time. He's been working on Tesla for a long time. He's been working on SpaceX for a long time. Just recently, has he gotten political at all? So maybe it's worth asking the question, is Elon just a regular person who's extremely smart with technology, who decided to come up with these solutions that he thought were maybe the best solutions without considering the fact of how evil the people that are in this world are actually going to use those things? Because in my opinion, from what I view, that's how I'm starting to see it because of the way that he's releasing the real Mm -hmm. information. And nobody could have expected that, bro. No, he just recently got into this because he realized at some point in time along this journey that like he's one of the only people in the world that can actually save what the fuck is going on. And maybe they're right. Maybe he is part of the plan. But from what I can see in my brain, and maybe I'm wrong, and I'm not wrong that often, but I have been known to be wrong twice, okay, Um, over the last three years. And by the way, I won't even say that I was wrong twice because I still think the things I was wrong about were going, are going to happen. They just haven't happened yet. Right. So I'm going to say that I was wrong twice, but there's an asterisk on that. And that's real talk. That's real shit. That's real shit. Okay. You can go back and listen to all my shows. I know there's a lot of people fucking new to the show because Trump retweeted my show on Truth Social this morning. Mm-hmm. All right. Go back and listen for the last three years. I've been telling motherfuckers the whole time. Go back and start listening. Starting December of 2019, when I started talking about what they were going to do to try to remove Trump from office. Okay. So I've been on this shit. And for my personal, my personal opinion is he's just a very intelligent dude who's made a fuck ton of money, who they are not able to control, who's now realizing that he has an obligation, just like I realized that I had an obligation being in the position I'm in, okay, to spread the word and get this fucking shit exposed. Yeah. So, you know, now maybe he's the fucking merchant of death, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I sure as fuck ain't getting no fucking Neuralink, dude. No, yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I mean, he he he's a he, he believes in capitalism, right? Like, he's gonna yeah make the Tesla, but he's not mandating everybody get a fucking Tesla. Nah, bro. And there, it's even worse. It's even worse than this. There's a new app that just came out that I saw Gary V, who is a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. promoting about AI and it, I forgot what he called it, but there it was an app and the chat box thing. Yeah. yeah and he yeah. was like, he was like, and so I started looking into it and this fucking app will like write your, whatever you're writing in like one second. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to write a, 
a, a post about uh, never giving up, it'll write you the post in one second. Mm -hmm. Okay, dude, we cannot continue. And by the way, I love fucking Gary. I love Gary. I wouldn't even fucking be here without him. So this is not a knock towards him, but I'm going to tell you guys. There's like a trade-off of humanity. Yes. Yeah. Like we have to quit pursuing technology for the sake of pursuing technology or it's going to blow up in our motherfucking faces and humans are going to be obsolete, bro. Mm -hmm. They're going to be absolutely like we, we like, like we can't even think about our own fucking thoughts at this point now. That's what I'm saying. So how like do, that's how far we are. So, 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 so now we're going to every, every fucking lazy fuck in the world is going to go get this fucking app that'll write your shit for you. And I mean, dude, that's wild. Man. No, it's wrong. It's morally, it's morally and ethically wrong. wrong. Yeah. And like, we have to, we have to, as human beings, resist this technology and it's going to be very hard to do because there's going to be a percentage of people that will adopt it and have an advantage over the people that don't and so it has to be rejected by people on the ground level from the fucking very start like dude think back like just like dude we should not be pursuing technology fucking shakespeare bro fucking shakespeare and now we can't even we can't even we're not even entitled to our own thoughts bro it's going to ruin the arts like it's insane, bro. If you go on the, I'm not even gonna say the name of the app, but if you go on the homepage of the app, it writes a, it writes a rap song about the app right in front of your face. Like it's too far. No, it's not too far, bro. It's the end of humanity if we don't fucking stop it. Yeah, we cannot continue to pursue technology for the sake of pursuing technology. There has to be a question, a moral and ethical question that says, well. We can, but should we? Mm -hmm. And that question of should we is not being asked at all. It was asked like 10 years ago, and we all see what the answer is now. No. It, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. The answer 10 years ago, people don't know what you're talking about, but I do. 10 years ago, it was asked, okay, we've got automated tellers. We have automated banks. We have automated checkouts. We got automated fucking customer service. We got all, okay. So what about those people's jobs? Mm-hmm. That question was never asked. And when it was finally asked by these people at the very top, okay, these people in the World Economic Forum, that's who the fuck they are. If you want to know who the bad guys are, it's those people, okay? Those people decided instead of saying, hey, we should probably put limits on this technology so that humans won't become irrelevant. Instead, they said, you know what our biggest problem is? Humans. We got too many people on the mm -hmm. planet. So we need to figure out a way to depopulate them. And they've been very open about expressing that to everybody that wants to actually look at it. It's, dude, I don't know, you motherfuckers may have never seen Terminator, but that's what the fuck we're talking about here. We're talking about eventually AI coming online and literally fucking wiping humans off the fucking face of the earth because they're unnecessary. And I know that you guys hear that and you're like, oh, tinfoil hat, there he is. Fucking, yeah, you're right, motherfucker. There I am. I'm telling you what the fuck is going to happen if you don't fucking resist shit. Well, let's just one quick thing that I wanted to add on the part where you said about the AI, and I'm pretty sure everybody here must have seen this the AI art trend that's going on. Uh -huh. uh, as a person who draws, as a person who creates art and draws with their hand, it was extremely unsettling for me. Yeah, because you're realizing that you're obsolete. It's exactly, and I have seen this on a lot of artists' pages that they are resisting it. Number one, for the reason that it's making human artists obsolete. Number two, a lot of people using this don't realize there is a lot of copyright issue which they play with the words. And they're also using a lot of facial data, which a lot of people, when they hit accept the terms, they don't realize that they're giving an unrevocable license to the company to use the art in any way or shape, form they want to use. Which means they have the right to use your image and likeness in any, any way, way possible want. forever yeah there are some videos and reasons. How, do, how do we get people to sign up for ai oh i know we'll make a fucking trend out of it and on the everybody's Instagram. doing it and and not only yeah. that I didn't do it no, not, not only that you know why because i'm a superhero in real fucking life okay the whole the whole fucking the whole fucking trend of that is preying on people's own inadequacies of what they wish they were or could be. Mm. And it's preying on them being basically 
accepting that they will never be the thing that they want to be. So they get instant gratification by pretending it for fucking five seconds. And we've seen it because how many people have posted 30 different images of this? Like, bro, it also shows you who the fuck's in love with themselves. Like, bro, calm the fuck down. Okay. <laughs> you don't really look like that shit. Okay. But, but secondly, and more importantly, my point to that, and I'll let you finish here in just a second because you're making a great point, is that you motherfuckers should be trying to become that in real life. You have an opportunity in real life to become amazing, far more amazing than anything that you could ever comprehend. You are not choosing the right path. You are choosing the loser's path. The loser's path is to have AI draw your face and pretend to be something for a short amount of time. The winner's path is to become the baddest motherfucking version of yourself that you possibly can be, which requires years of dedication and work, but is far greater in fulfillment than you could ever realize from getting your picture drawn by some fucking nerds AI shit, okay? So ask yourself, why aren't you pursuing that version that you are so proud to show everybody instead of actually just having it drawn for five seconds and then pretending that it's pretty cool? It's not entertainment, bro. It's a very, very focused internal peek, at least for me, into someone's own psyche about what they think about themselves. Because I could tell you this, bro, no matter what the fuck that AI dra dra draws of me, it's less than what the fuck I actually am. Mm. And that's real talk. That ain't me bragging. That's me stating fucking facts. I live that shit in real life, bro. I work my fucking ass off to be the best version of myself in every fucking area. If you guys did that, you would have that too. You would feel proud about that. You would be saying those things about yourself. And that's how you should be. Just my two cents. No, you said it right. In my eyes, that's exactly what it is. It's escaping reality really quick. Yeah. And, and one of the other things that clicked to me, and I don't know, you must have definitely thought of it. Most people are paying $8, $11, or $12 for that. No way. Yes. That's it's paid? Not, it's not free. It is not free. Those avatars are a minimum so, of seven ninety nine, and I looked up online only on Instagram. There were about two hundred and sixty thousand posts. Think about the people who tried it and didn't post it. So even if you give up like a very random average, hundred thousand people did that, with an average of eight to ten dollars, and they collected their information and they can use that forever. It's bad. I I think it's so bad we don't even know how bad it is. I, th I think you and I, uh, uh, bro, you're a smart motherfucker. I fancy myself smart motherfucker. I don't know if I am or not. <laughs> I like to think I am. Some people may disagree. <laughs> I think it's way worse than even you and I could even comprehend. That's true. I, I think I think I think it's I think it's probably way worse than what any of us realize. You were very right about the AI getting developed more and more. Because the app that you were talking about, you give it a prompt, it gives you a paragraph. I don't know a lot of people know Facebook is already developing where you give it a line and will create a video out of scratch. So how we are having an art, like you give it a prompt, give it a still art. Now we'll create so, a video. So you write a, a, a dog wearing a cape, jumping over a hula hoop. It will make a video out of scratch. AI will create that. So don't, you know, it's we. I guess the reason that nobody stops to ask if this is something we should do is because what it actually produces is something that's so much better than what they are actually able to produce that they are willing to go with it. Sacrifice. Yeah. Well, no, it evens the playing field. It takes people with no fucking skills or talent and makes them fucking feel like they can compete with people who actually do. Quick results. It, it takes people who would normally hire someone like Zishan to fucking draw them, okay? It actually has like human touch and art and intangible qualities that we all value because we're like, holy shit, a, an actual human did that mm -hmm. and takes it and levels the playing field for everybody. So now all these people, it makes his fucking skill set obsolete. It makes my skill set as a writer obsolete. Okay. Like, and now you have all the regular Joes who are able to compete with people like myself or you or whoever else is a great writer or producer or artist. And 
For for what? It removes the drive to even. This is why no one's asking shit, any bro. questions about it because yeah. most people don't have any fucking skills. Yeah, that's crazy. It removes even the, the, just the drive to strive for that shit, right? Nah, like, dude, little kids will see Z Shine and his, and his extremely like, dangerous. Damn, I'll be like that when I grow up. Extremely dangerous. Can't compete with it's a like you computer. said, it's escaping reality. Yeah, people are not putting an effort in real life, and they give like, oh, why why should I put an effort to learn this craft yeah. when I can just put in a prompt and get the result in yeah. two seconds? Yeah, Easy. it's fucking it's. It's it's morally and ethically wrong at a, at a fucking very deep level. Well, guys, that was our first headline. Let's uh, let's keep this show moving, man. Headline number two: Twitter files part five uh, reveals aftermath of unprecedented Trump ban. Uh, some staffers believe Trump had actually violated company's incitement policies. Uh, so the fifth installment of Elon Musk's Twitter files, uh, just today when this podcast was recorded. Uh, reveal that staffers believe that tweets written by former President Trump from January 6th had not actually violated its policies, despite the company saying so at the time. Uh, quote, for years, Twitter had resisted calls, both internal and external, to ban Trump on the grounds that blocking a world leader from the platform or removing their controversial tweets would hide important information that people should be able to see in debate. That's Barry Weiss of the Free Press uh, wrote towards the beginning of her thread on Monday. Quote, but after January 6th, uh, after, uh, as M. Tabby and Schellenberger, uh, M.D., have documented, pressure grew both inside and outside of Twitter to ban Trump. Uh, Weiss cited, quote, dissenters uh, within Twitter that did not want to ban Trump, including one who wrote, quote, maybe because I am from China, I deeply understand how censorship can destroy the public conversation uh, or stuff like this, quote, but voices like that appear to have been a distinct minority within the company. Across Slack channels, many Twitter employees were upset that Trump hadn't been banned earlier, Weiss wrote. After January 6th, Twitter employees organized to demand their employer ban Trump. Uh, quote, there's a lot more, uh, I'm sorry, quote, there's a lot of employee advocacy happening, said one Twitter employee. Well, hold on, stop right there. Remember when I told you last week on the show that these people revolted to force this to happen inside oh, yeah? Twitter? Before this was even out. I told you that's what happened. When you get all these people who are far left in your organization, the only way they know how to do things is to disrupt your shit until you bend to their demands. Until you fucking bend the knee. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. Um, and by the way, um, the things I said, the nice things I said about Jack Dorsey, uh, I take back, okay? Mm -hmm. Because it's now come out since then that he actually looked the other way on predatory child practices uh, that were being done by his fucking Yoel Roth, yeah, okay, and uh, did nothing about it. That is in, that's unforgivable. Yeah, unforgivable. It's unforgivable that for a fucking decade, more than a decade, they allowed child sexualization and child porn and all this shit on their fucking platform and literally look the other way. Mm -hmm. In fact, I would argue that they probably weren't looking no, the other way. Then they censored and banned the fucking victims from, from, from talking about it. That's not just looking the other way. Yeah. Uh, these people are fucked up, dude. Bro, it is. And, and to your point too, though, about like, I mean, these, cause we, we have talked about like these, these, these little echo chambers basically holding their employers hostage. We saw that happen everywhere, right? It wasn't just Twitter, it was Disney. Uh, Netflix attempted it, right? Like we saw it in all these other places, and we saw it most. Netflix, of the time. I think, is back. That's what I'm saying. Like I think some Netflix places have failed. The problem, 100. Remember, they fired all their fucking wokesters. 100. Now they're, you know, they're going to survive. They're doing okay. Yeah, you know, and, and so, but that's exactly what Twitter did here. Uh, the article continues. It says after citing the public outcry of over 300 Twitter employees who signed an open letter published in the Washington Post. Pressuring then Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey to ban Trump, uh, Weiss revealed, quote, Twitter staff assigned to evaluate tweets quickly concluded that Trump had not violated Twitter's policy. No, they made new policy. So they made the new ones. <laughs> Is that what you're getting to? Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what they did. And like, I mean, but it's documented, right, that these employees, these Twitter employees were, were saying like, hey, no, this is not this is not OK. Um like this uh, one person says, quote, I think we'd have a hard time saying this is incitement, a staffer said, according to Weiss. Uh, quote, it's pretty clear he's saying the American patriots are the ones who voted for him and not the terrorists. Uh, we can call them that, right? Uh, quote, don't see the incitement angle here. Another staffer agreed, you know, <clears throat> to the point, this is one of the uh, releases, to the point, 
where one of the tweets uh, or one of these little sub conversations said, is this the first sitting head of state to ever be suspended? It was a conscious decision. Uh, Matt Tabby tweeted this. He says, whatever your opinion on the decision to remove Trump that day, the internal communications at Twitter between January 6th and January 8th have clear historical import. Even Twitter's employees understood in the moment, uh, in the moment, it was a landmark moment in the uh, no, 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 no. They understood it was fucking treason. They understood it. They understood their asses were going to fucking fry if they fucking did this. So what did they have to do? They got to go all in. Well, not only that, they went all in and then they covered it up. Mm-hmm. They said that this is why when they banned Trump, like regular, this is what allowed the media to go along with this J6 narrative, narrative. Yeah. Because they banned Trump. You couldn't see what the fuck he said when he's actually on, on the fucking internet saying, uh, don't. Go down there and violently go down. Be pe- peaceful. Be peaceful. Yeah. Leave. Like he's telling people to fucking go home. And they fucking took it off so they could keep running with their narrative. These people are fucking shitbags, bro. Yeah. They're traitors to this fucking country. They're traitors to every single citizen in this country. And the damage that is created is going to be very difficult to replay because there's a whole bunch of people that now in their brain believe that like, you know, and, and by the way, this is also why you see um, Kamala and Joe Biden on the J6 anniversary last year, uh, you know, comparing it to the Holocaust, comparing it to fucking 9-11, comparing it to Pearl Harbor right. and all this crazy shit. Bro, they're creating- well, You have nothing to even base it off of. They're creating the history book so they could teach the kids this shit to pretend like they are somehow legitimate when in reality- they fucking executed a fucking coup. Yep. Okay. And that's, I said it then. And now we have evidence and people are like, well, how'd they do that? Well, they elect, they fucking interfere in the election. They suppress the fucking, all the candidates. They even suppressed the candidates in 2022 midterms. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they did so by the direction of the federal government. That's fucking treason. Yeah. That's a fucking coup. It's exactly what it is. It's very, dude, we, things are about to get, I think, accelerated way worse because I think these people that are in office realize that their big percentage of Americans are now understanding what happened and, and they're either going to accelerate their agenda at warp speed or they're going to create a major fucking distraction of some sort. Like, yeah. and I'm talking, well, we can talk about that later. I'm too, taking yeah. on a, I'm talking on a global scale. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, here's one of the other things, too, that came out of this new update with Twitter files. One person tweeted, uh, uh, they tweeted, quote, when will we get the Twitter files on COVID? The info on the suspension of the many doctors and scientists who was involved. Suppression of what has turned out to be factual information. Elon responded saying, oh, it's coming big time. Mm. Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? What was that guy's name? Do you remember? Was it Andy Domus? What's his name? Was it Randy Kutsella? Something I can't like remember. that. Yeah. He said something like this, though, didn't he? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Here's how this is going to go. They started with the Hunter Biden laptop and election interference. So that's where it starts. Huh? That's where it started. That is where it started. Yeah. Then it's going to go to COVID. Then, when COVID is understood of how they did that, then they're going to show how this has happened over the last 10 years and how they've created false narratives propped up by the Twitter employees themselves who had numerous different accounts and access to tons of bot traffic to prop these narratives up. These social narratives that have literally changed the way America is at this current time. And it's exciting to me because this is the fucking sheep being pulled back on uh, Oz, right? Right. Like this is like that part in the Oz movie where they find out that the whole person that's pretending, uh, to be the wizard is just some fucking old creepy fuck mm-hmm. who's been like faking it the whole entire time. We're going to find that out and everybody's going to be able to see it. And I talked about this on my Instagram story um, a couple weeks ago, but what will eventually happen here is that their whole media construct of how they've manipulated the masses over the course of literal decades. Okay. It's accelerated with social media. Over the course of decades, they've manipulated the citizens of every country in the world with a fucking continuous narrative, okay? A narrative that they wanted. And they've directed social belief and social behavior and social construct through these fake narratives that they've been able to create. And what's going to happen is 
their ability to do that is being destroyed right now in front of our faces because dude, no one's going to believe these Hollywood celebrities anymore. No one's going to, everybody's going to start to understand how movies are, are propaganda. Everybody's going to understand how TV shows are propaganda. Everybody's going to understand how music is propaganda. Everybody's going to understand how fucking media is propaganda, how all these things are connected to push a social narrative that somehow gets us, the, the human beings who aren't part of their club, the, what they think the peasants, mm -hmm. all to do what it is they want to do. They, they do it very subtly. Yeah. And, and this is happening. This is starting to come out. Like, bro, this is the way, this is the awakening. Oh, fuck Like, yeah. this is it. Well, dude, and, it, and it's painfully obvious, right? Like, I mean, the White House is contradicting each other, right? Um, but I thought this was an interesting article because we like to see what the other side is saying about these things, right? So this, this headline reads, uh, the media's silence on the Twitter files is shameful. Uh, whatever happened to, quote, all the news that fits the print uh, and democracy dies in darkness, the respective mottos of the two most influential newspapers in the country, the New York Times and the Washington Post, um, nobody's talking about it. Why would they talk about it? NBC, CBS, and ABC devoted a total of zero minutes to the Twitter files. Okay, NBC's, quote, disinformation reporter Ben Collins contributed uh, or contribution was a tweet of a yawn emoji. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. They're all, they're all acting like it's no big deal because mm -hmm. they don't understand. They, they all understand how big of a deal it really is. Yeah. Dude, why would they cover it? If they cover it, it's going, here's the problem. Where's all the fact checks at? Hey, listen, fuckheads. I'm talking to you motherfuckers in the media. Hey, dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> it's out. Yep. It's out. You are not going to censor or ignore this back into the box. This is the biggest story in this country and for the world, maybe ever. Once people truly understand what this is, it's the biggest story, at least by far in my lifetime, by far. Yeah. Maybe the biggest historical fucking story ever. And their response, Isn't by the it? way, yeah. to the biggest story regarding censorship and lies is to censor it and lie about it. Right? That's how long they've been doing. It. Exactly. They, dude, the, you motherfuckers at like these other platforms, if you truly think that you're somehow going to censor this back into the box, you're fucking delusional. Mm -hmm. It is out, bro. It's out. It is out. Bro, you got former FBI and CIA agents embedded in the senior management of Twitter. You think it's only Twitter? And nobody wants to talk Hold about on. it. Oh, fuck no, it's not only Twitter. Hmm. Bro, they're everywhere. That's just that that was just the the ones for Twitter. Yeah. You still got meta you gotta go after? No, no, no. Bro, these people, and if you remember Wait till get Google shits come Hold out. Because that's a search engine. If you guys remember, I said this when Zuckerberg went on Rogan. Mm -hmm. I said the F Zuckerberg went on Rogan. Zuckerberg is not a fucking idiot, clearly. Mm -hmm. He knew this was coming. He went on Rogan intentionally to tell the world that the FBI came to him and pressured him into this shit. Remember? Yeah, Remember what I said? Absolutely. I told you guys. I said, bro, he seems like he was leveraged into this. Remember me saying that? We've got the receipts. Hold on. We do got the receipts. <laughs> now, the smart thing for Mark Zuckerberg to do here would be to say, yeah, actually, this is what the fuck they did. And they made us do this. And this is what we did. And we're fucking done with that shit. And you fire every motherfucker that fucking even was participating in it. You run the same play Elon's running. And you know what? You might, you might, you might be able to keep your company and stay out of fucking jail or the gallows. Mm -hmm. Maybe. That's a yeah, strong might. Maybe. But the only chance they got is to stop the censorship and open the platform up and say, bro, they fucking made us do it. He already tried to do that on Rogan, bro. I, I think, I, you know, I'm sure he's scared to death. Like, dude, this guy's bro, a, contrary to what people say about him. He's just a fucking dude. Yeah. Okay. He's a dude who fucking has made a fuck ton of money and has a fuck ton of unprecedented power. And I'm sure he's unsure what to do because this is scary shit. Because, dude. This is, this is literal, it's literal fucking treason and crimes against humanity because we're talking about the censorship of effective therapeutics in a pandemic that people died because they couldn't get. And then also the propagation of an untested medication 
that was pushed on people, demanded on people, and anybody who disagreed with it was censored off the platform, which is now killing people. Yeah. This is crimes against humanity, bro. Violating I, our constitution. I'm sure he's terrified. Yeah. Okay. But if you're terrified and you got mixed up in it, the best thing you can do, bro, is to come out. I'd go right back on Rogan and tell the whole fucking story. Because here's the thing. The dirt that they have because on you. No. Telling you not to fucking DJ, do it is nothing compared to what's going to happen if you don't come he'll out. He'll become the person he wants to be. Yeah. You yeah. know, he wants to be a likable guy. Zuck's always wanted people to like him. You can tell very much so. The reason people haven't liked him is because they've constantly pushed and stressed and pushed their agenda onto a people that just don't want the shit. And if he came out now and did what I said, bro, I think people would fucking celebrate him. Mm. I think people would say, all right, fuck yeah, bro. Thank you for standing up for fucking America and the truth. I, I, I truly believe that. Just come on, really, yeah. If he wants to, he's always welcome. You know, but you know, I'm not, I'm not of that class yet. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like these motherfuckers stay away from me because the truth of the matter is, is like, I, I will fucking hammer him on shit. Yeah. Rogan does a pretty good job though on it. Yeah, like, yeah for you, sure. You know, Rogan's done a lot. He just needs a little bit more Midwest. Well, you know, Rogan's done a lot of for fucking freedom, bro. For sure, bro. Like he doesn't get the credit he deserves. You know, what oh, he real. did, the way he did what he did with, with the ivermectin thing, that saved motherfuckers' lives. A lot of motherfuckers too. Yeah. A lot, a lot. So like, you know, people should remember that. Like yeah. that was a very brave thing to do and the right thing to do. And I know, the, I don't know Rogan. I don't know Joe well enough I barely know him. We talk on Instagram once in a while. But the, the point is, I get a feel for him that when he under, like he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. Mm -hmm. Like he knew that information needed to get out. Bro, remember the heat he took? He was very tactful with it. Yeah, yeah. but remember yeah. the heat he took? Bro, they edited the whole video of him. It was fucking bullshit. <laughs> he, did a, he did everybody a fucking service and that shouldn't be lost. Yeah. It's a very fucking important thing he did. It's real, man. Well, there's definitely going to be more coming out of Twitter, man. We'll, we'll, we'll keep this. I just can't wait for Because, like, dude, right now it's like a fucking snowball, you know, snow, little, little pebble going down the fucking oh, snow, yeah. snow mountain. That's oh, yeah. just going to build up into a oh, yeah. massive fucking wrecking oh, yeah. ball, bro. These motherfuckers on CBS, NBC, ABC, the po Washington Post, Times, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They, you guys are going to be forced into this. Yeah. You're going to be forced into it. They're, they're, listen, these motherfuckers are in panic mode right now. They're trying to come up with some way to spin this shit into something that uh, removes them from liability, which they're not going to be able to do. No, you know so why? Because the fact checks, are, the receipts are all there from the fact checks and shit, too. We fucking remember that shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, dude, and people, the people. And knowing who, that these are intentional no, conversations and decisions yes. you made. DJ, the people who fucking, the people who suffer the most, they're never going to forget this shit. No. Like our buddy who fucking lost his dad, who had to watch his dad die yeah. on fucking Zoom, he's never forgetting. Yeah. There, there's, there's, I mean, people are not going to forget this. This is not brush under the rug. This is not, oh, it's just going to go away. These people who, like, did you, I don't know if you saw, but they were in, uh, uh, somebody from Fox News was in uh, the Capitol and they were walking through talking to legislatures about, um, about the, uh, Twitter files. Mm -hmm. And they were all like, uh, well, you know, like it's been unimpressive and this and that. Listen, dude, these mm -hmm. people are panicking. They're in the back room trying to figure out what to do. And what they're probably trying to figure out how to do is to fucking either kill this dude, Elon, yeah. or fucking put him in jail right now yeah. before he can do anything else. Yep. I mean, easy way to fix it. And I don't think just... they can do it. I don't think they can do it because I think if they did it, Oh, the, oh, bro. I think people would, I think people would revolt. Yeah, for sure. I'm just, the only thing they could do without killing them, I mean, I, they could probably try to twist this into some type of like, you know, in the entrance of national security or some shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what they always say when they're caught doing shit. And that's how, but that's how they can stay protected. Yeah. You know we what I'm saying? We can't that's tell a gag you, order for him. We, we can't tell. Yeah, but I don't think he'll abide by it. Well, no, and I don't think the people will allow it. No. We are the national security. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we're tired of hearing it, bro. Yeah. Oh, Revealing the Epstein client list would hurt national security. Why? Because our whole fucking government would be in jail? Exactly. Exactly. It could bring about criminal charges. Well, isn't that the fucking point? For whom? <laughs> right? <laughs> I got a couple of headlines here. So the first one, headline number three, uh, reads, a new IRS rule on Venmo cash app payments threatened to sweep up millions of Americans. Uh, lower threshold for reporting PayPal Venmo earnings could come as a shock to taxpayers. Um, so 
The article continues. This is Fox News article, by the way. I got some comparisons. Um, but Americans who made money online this year could be in for a potentially brutal shock when they file their taxes in 2023. That's because beginning next year, uh, taxpayers must report to the IRS transactions of at, le- at least $600 that are received through payment apps like Venmo, PayPal, and Cash App. Uh, in an explainer post uh, posted online last month, the IRS warned small business owners about the $600 threshold uh, for receiving Form 1099-K for third-party payments exceeding $600. Uh, third-party payment processors uh, will now be required to report a user's business transaction uh, to the IRS if they exceed $600 for the year. The payment apps were previously required to send users Form 1099-K if their gross income exceeded $20,000 or they had 200 separate transactions within a calendar year. Uh, I think, quote, I think it will come as a shock uh, out of nowhere uh, that people are getting these, uh, getting these. Nancy Dollar, tax lawyer at Hanson Bridget, told Fox uh, Business. Um, Now a single transaction over $600 will trigger the form. Okay. The, uh, The change is intended to crack down on Americans evading taxes by not reporting the full extent of their gross income. However, critics say uh, that it amounts to government overreach at its worst and that it could ultimately hurt small businesses. Right now, I remember back to a fact check. Okay, this is a year ago. Uh, this, this reads fact check. Treasury proposal wouldn't levy new tax on PayPal Venmo transactions. Right, but now everybody's talking about it. Uh, this is an NBC article saying Venmo, PayPal, Cash App uh, must report $600 plus in business transactions. Um, and even at the bottom of the article, if you scroll all the way down, it's a correction from the article saying that it was not happening from 2021. So, um, you know, I think it's interesting, um, Andy, you know, and I would love to get your thoughts. I would just hope that instead of, you know, weaponizing these three letter agencies against the own people, maybe we should go after, uh, you know, the, the agencies that are using that money that are not reporting what the fuck they're doing, like the Pentagon that fails its fifth audit in a row, but it's still going to get another trillion dollars uh anyway uh this article uh reads the the this news uh this month's news broke that the agency once again failed to pass a basic audit showing that it knows where money uh goes and instead of holding out for any kind of accountability congress stands ready to give a big raise to an agency that failed to account for more than 60 percent of its assets now we all uh remember what what happened the last time they lost so much money. This is actually the this is a legit Google search, by the way. It's kind of weird. It seems like they're kind of, you know, foreshadowing some shit here. I don't know. Um, you guys can think for yourselves on that. But uh, yeah, fifth audit in in, in in a row. Andy, what do we got on this? I think the people of this country need to understand what they're actually trying to do, and what I think they're trying to do is they're trying to leverage every single individual out of owning any personal property whatsoever. And I think part of what they're trying to do here is to somehow get people in a position where they can't actually afford to pay the tax that they claim they're due mm-hmm. so that they can put a tax lien on their, any of their personal property and confiscate it. I think, you should, I think this should scare the fuck out of every single fucking human being in this country and i think it's fucking total bullshit and they've pushed it through on this idea of tax tax the rich the rich need to pay their share and all you stupid fucks that believe that's that false narrative are now going to learn Mm -hmm. you continue to vote for this fucking left shit and now you're going to learn does this i mean like doesn't this isn't this what we did with the like you know the boston tea right like listen man and that was just over Listen, fucking dude, 3% tax. We're right? fucking financially oppressed in this country at an unprecedented level. They do it intentionally because part of becoming independent of the government is to be financially independent. Mm-hmm. I cover this on Saturday's show. Yeah. You guys think whatever your tax rate on your income is your tax rate. But what about the tax that you pay when you go buy shit? What about the tax you pay for the property that you own? What about the tax you pay uh, when you inherit some money? They tax us every single time money is transacted from one person to another person. And they do this in a way 
that continues to oppress people so that they can't gain too much power. Because when they gain too much power and they become too wealthy, they do shit like what Elon's doing right now. Okay? So keeping the country financially oppressed is part of the agenda. Also part of the agenda. We are a member of the World Economic Forum as a country. The World Economic Forum has stated multiple times over the last 10 years, you'll own nothing and be happy. And if we look at what they're doing over in the Netherlands, where they've confiscated 3,000 agricultural farms now, and what they're trying to do in Canada by making fertilizer and the prices of the materials to actually cultivate crops and produce food impossible for farms to turn a profit so that then they can go in and take these farmers' farms away for not paying their tax. This is happening. This is part of the plan. This is just the tip of that here in the United States. And if people don't wise up and understand that it is not acceptable for us to pay taxes the way that we pay them here in this country, we are going to continue to be fucked with forever. You will be poor forever. You will be fucked up forever. You will be in poverty forever. And you will need the government forever. And this is the point of taxes. These people consistently misrepresent what they spend the money on. They send it to places where they launder it. They steal our money. These people go into office worth a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars and they come out worth 50 million or 300 million if you're Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. and some of these other ones. They're insider trading. They're figuring out ways to launder our money. They're sending all of our, our hard-earned dollars to Ukraine and these other projects that have been going on for years and years and years and years because they know that they can't be held responsible for whatever happens after they send the money. And you guys aren't smart enough as citizens, most people aren't, to track how the money flows because they keep that a secret. It's not, where is that, where is that disclosed? Right. They want us to disclose $600 transactions, but they won't disclose how the fucking $100 billion that we're sending overseas for fucking wars that aren't even our motherfucking wars are spent and somehow rerouted to them. Right. Okay? Where's those odds? The corruption that's been going on in this country for a long time is being exposed. And the tax system is one of the major issues that needs reformation. Period. End of story. You, you guys don't even understand how good you could have it. You don't even understand that. Go look at Dubai, bro. Dubai has 0% tax. Most people that live there are fucking doing pretty good. The reason why is, is because they're not financially oppressed to the point of poverty intentionally to keep control over them. It's very frustrating, man. Yeah. Like, especially because as an entrepreneur, I understand the tax code. Uh, well, most of it. Okay. The parts that they allow you to. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and dude, they don't, they make it so confusing so that any point in time, if you come out of line or you do something wrong, they can come in and fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Bro, this is not, this is not any different than a gangster standing at the fucking end of your street where you live and you pulling up to your, to your fucking street and him saying, Hey, give me 50 bucks. It's organized crime, bro. Yeah. Hey, give me 50 bucks and I'll let you go home. That's what the fuck this is. Or the mafia telling businesses, hey, give us some, some cuts. It's we'll the same keep thing. You protected. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Give me 50 bucks. Give me fucking your, give me your taxes or I'll put you in jail. And that's what the fuck these people do. They're criminals, dude. It's criminal shit. And you motherfuckers that work there and you think this is okay because there's this attitude with all these people that think like, oh yeah, well, fuck that person. You should have paid his shit. Well, when, when you add up all the taxes that we pay, we are all paying more than our fair share just on the nature of how our money's taxed through the economic system. Right. It's bullshit. It's and these, peop- these people, there's millions of people that work in the government that don't do shit, okay? The government's fat, bloated, and way over fucking due for, for a total reformation, all right? And this will continue to get worse and worse and worse. And I don't know what the solution is because I don't see anybody, any of the political figures out there even talking about this. Like you want to get elected to be president, bro? Go out there and tell people you're going to fix the tax code to be fucking 15% 
and spent responsibly and spent in a way that every single uh, person in this country can see and then give us with our 15% low crime, give us our fucking infrastructure properly maintained, give us clean cities, give us a functional government that isn't run by a bunch of lazy fucks that make us run through hoops to get a fucking driver's license or get our car renewed or do anything. Like you ever tried to go to one of these fucking offices to get anything fucking done? You got to jump through 15 fucking hoops. And the reason they make you jump through 15 fucking hoops is so they can justify the payroll of the fat, lazy motherfucker to sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> so like, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Now I pay my shit because I don't want to go to fucking jail, but like most of you, we should probably all get together and demand that these people stop doing this to us. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. People will go to jail for this, for this Venmo fucking PayPal shit. Because what's going to happen is they're going to fucking hit some of these people who have OnlyFans and all this other shit, right? Mm -hmm. And they're going to hit them. And these people didn't know that they were supposed to fucking save taxes aside or anything. And when they don't Completely have the unprepared. Yeah, bro. when they don't have the money to pay it, they're going to fucking, they're going to create a payment plan. And then if you can't pay the payment plan, they're going to put you in fucking jail. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take your shit. And all you wanted to do was show your booty hole. I'm just saying, dude, like, I don't agree with it, whatever, but like, it's not right. Yeah. They, you know, it's not a free America. No, it's not free at all. We're not like the whole, the, the whole lie that this is the freest fucking cut. Bro. No, we're not. That's a fucking lie. It's a fucking lie. Yeah. And this tax shit should piss all of you off, dude. All of you. All of you. Well, guys, that was our third and final headline. We're going to move right along. Um, I can't remember. Did you like dope? Or, you don't like dope. We, people like dope, though. Oh, really? They did like dope. Headline reads, 90-year-old great-grandmother graduates from college 71 years after starting. Quote, you can never quit learning. <clears throat> um. So a 90-year-old great-grandmother will remarkably uh, graduate from college Sunday, 71 years after starting her studies. Uh, Joyce Defoe, then Joyce Viola Kane, enrolled into Northern Illinois University, or NIU, in 1951, where initially she wanted to become a teacher but switched her major to home economics. Uh, she had completed three years of her degree, but she met a man at church that she says, quote, stole my heart eventually getting married in 1995 and dropping out around 1955. The same, uh, 1955, sorry, and dropping out around the same time. Joyce uh, did not have to return to campus as she could uh, complete her studies uh, from the comfort of her home using a computer despite never having owned one before. Although she was initially intimidated by using a computer, uh, she eventually learned how to use it with the help of her, great, uh, with the help of her children. Uh, the great-grandmother was already accustomed to learning online when the pandemic hit in March of 2020, uh, but being isolated and the difficulties of her studies were almost too much for her at the time. So uh, she says, quote, a lot of times I would have quit. I almost did. Uh, Joyce recalled to NIU recently, well, there were just too many people who knew about it. I didn't want to let them down. I quit once and I was like, I don't want to quit again. So that's fucking awesome. There's Joyce there. There's her as a young. She's pretty, yeah. pretty cute, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's her original student ID. It's crazy. That's awesome, dude. So we got. Oh, I fucking love it. Yeah, I think it's fucking awesome. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not. Fucking I'm not fucking saying dope. <laughs> okay, it's not dope. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's fucking. It's a great story. I like it a lot. It's solid. It's solid. All right. Well, any guys, that's all I got. Yeah. Pay the fee. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed.